Welcome back to Patch, the final part in this month's entry. Uh, I'm Paul James, I'm joined by Jay Parnas. Good to see you again. And this is our topic of the month this week. So this week, uh, this month, we're going to be talking about Pokemon. Yep. This is riding off the back of the fact that earlier in the month, uh, Nintendo revealed Pokemon Sun and Moon, the newest entries in the franchise. Seventh generation, I think. Six, seventh, something like that. Yeah, it'd be thereabouts. Be there. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of Pokemon regardless. Yeah. Uh, and they're celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. And there's a range of other Pokemon related things that we can talk about here. Yeah. So, past, present, and future. Inevitable future. Um, so, we might actually kind of jump back into the past for starters and kind of our own histories with the franchise. So, well, you and I, I know I, both of us basically jumped on the bandwagon at the same time. Pretty really. much. Well, you and I have a history together in terms of playing that game. From back when we were in about grade four or five at school. Would've so we would have been, been about four. seven. It would have been four, grade four. Um, yeah, because yeah, seven, seven would make the that be twenty seven, uh, twenty seven years. Yeah, twenty. That'd be twenty years ago when we were seven. So yeah, that's it. Um, and we were pretty much yeah there on the ground floor. We picked up Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, back in the day, we used to bring them into school all the time. Oh, why well, you used well, to, man? I, I used to piggyback off your cartridge because I, I had uh, I had the Atari Lynx. Ladies and gentlemen, go look that one up for you. Uh, did Hot not. Tip. Yeah, yeah. Um, games looks better than the Game Boy did, but uh, anyway, back to Pokemon. Um, so yes, I mean, we, you and I both. I, I remember I have vivid memories of huddling around that thing um, with yourself and like trying to smash through, taking take take turns. Yeah, yeah. During was it the the lunch break that we've had? Recess, lunch Recess, break. Yeah, before school, after school. Yeah, any, any time. Any, pretty much, up. yeah, any time that was available. Because um, we, we were very lucky here that um, in terms of it getting off the ground, because it released around a similar time to the TV show. Yeah. Um, whereas in Japan, it was the game first by long margin, and uh, similar to I think I guess Yokai Watch now. Yeah. Sort of anime came later. Um, so, yeah, I mean, way back then they they put down like if you if you go back and look at it now, it is a very very strong JRPG. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got your party that you accrue. You've got your, you know, your items that you get. You've got your currency that you get after, you know, you're getting your gold or, you know, poker coins or whatever yeah, they are. Yeah, whatever they're called. Um, and then, you know, you've, you've got your, your world where, you know, different monsters in different locations, random battles, all of that sort of stuff. You've got your sort of main antagonist type deal, which I suppose at the time would have been Team Rocket. And, um, and Gary Oak. And yeah, you, you're right, right, of course, yeah. Um, which is, I think, one of the first times I can remember we actually get to name your rival. Um, yeah, it doesn't really ring any bells outside yeah. that there's like a preconceived villain or whatever. That you've yeah, got. I mean, Earthbound had similar sort of stuff. You couldn't name it a villain, but you could name everyone just else. about everything else, yeah. And uh, I think there, there are some, some cheat codes to, to rename some, well, not cheat codes, but there are abilities where you're able to rename characters in Chrono Trigger as well, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, but other than that, I mean, that's, that's the thing, but for me, I actually wrote uh, an article about, for me, how Pokemon Red and Blue were, uh, the game changer, I, th- I believe it is posted somewhere on uh, player2.net. No, that's back on our old. Oh, is it? Did, did you not bring it forward? No. Um, well, I, even still, uh, it was basically, because uh, I, the, the idea that got on the article was how uh, particular games changed gaming forever. And for me, uh, I actually did choose Pokemon Red and Blue um, because for me, they're the first games where 
you want to be the protagonist rather than you wanting to pretend to be whoever the protagonist is. So it's not like a named character. Yeah. You're envisioning yourself as, well, at least, you know, we were that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, you, so you're putting yourself in those shoes. So it's, it's where, like, for example, if you, if you put it into, like, just generic kids, kids these days want to be, you know, Spider-Man or Captain America or, you know, whatever the newest sort of comic book hero is at the time. Whereas with something like Pokemon, they want to just be a Pokemon trainer. They want to take up a job, I guess, yeah. rather than taking up someone's mantle, if that yeah. makes sense. So uh, it's very strong to you know, draw you in that way. Um, also, very brilliant, both business strategy and gameplay strategy of having the red and the blue. Where it's yeah. Slight differences where you've got you know, for siblings or friends or you know, school kids or whatever. It encourage communication. Absolutely, and, and a community. Yeah. Because uh, again, back then there was no sort of internet or anything to speak of as far as you know, passing in data. Certainly not in, in gaming to that Absolutely not, yeah. Um, or especially not console gaming and even further handhelds. handhelds, yeah. Um, but also just just providing that, I suppose, it, even even rivalry to a degree. It's like, oh, I, I like the ones from Red or I like the ones from Blue, you know, the special Pokemon that you can get yeah. in that one. And um, it also, you know... For, for what was your stance back in the day, by the way? Did you, uh, you a red person? Or blue? I was blue. I, I was red. Yeah, um, I think... I believe red had... And Vulpix and... Did red have Vulpix? Uh, Vulpix and Bellsprout, for example, they were all on blue. And yeah. Red, and and red had Growlithe and Oddish and... But I think, I, I think blue had Magma. Yeah. Maybe red had Magma. Yeah, no, yeah. So there's always like little differences like that yeah. that encourage you. You know, I can't find this anywhere. Oh, well, it's in my game. I'll get you a copy, and then you trade them around. And I think Nidoran Male was in. No, they were in both. Were they? Yeah, both. But um, they were just certain more rare, more or less rare. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Catch rates or yeah. like the you could see that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and yeah, there's there's a lot of depth to it for a game that's you know, twenty years old now. And it was oh, like, absolutely! It was trapped on a handheld, like it was. The systems in that game. There's nothing primitive about it. No, not at all. And, and then even absolutely, with, um, like EVs and IVs that you find in more recent games. Well, like, they, there's this they way of there. depth that's not shown. And yeah, it was in the old ones as they, well. They were all there. They were, they were all broken. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't actually work as per they wanted to. But um, yeah, they they basically had the the groundwork for sort of Pokemon genetics almost. Um, yeah. Obviously, they've, they've built on that now where you're able to breed and, and so on and so forth. But back then, they had, you know, numbers in your game for how you were actually progressing. So the way that you were raising your Pokemon would actually affect how good they were. Um, and so, yeah, you're right, we've come a long way. But even, even back then, the battle system was still very deep. Yeah. Um, Gold and Silver, the next one out. Well, they're yeah. huge changes there. They're my favourite Pokemon games. Well, so for me, mine was the generation after that, the third one, which we'll talk about in, in a few moments. But um, in Gold and Silver, they actually brought through some... There was things like day and night, those sorts of things. Yeah. Different Pokemon would appear at different times of the day. Um, even the, the rare dogs in those that would kind of... They'd the roaming track, ones? Yeah, they'd roam yeah, around the map yeah. and tracking them down was almost tedious as far as I was concerned, but almost. almost um, yeah. But they were an exercise themselves. To, as yeah. well, I believe, was yeah. too. 
Uh, we breeding, to... those sorts of things. That was the first time you could breed Pokemon. Yeah, and they, um, they also brought um, brand. It was, I thought, obviously, it was the next game in the series, but it was the first time where they, they uh, added exist uh, evolutions to existing Pokemon that previously did not have any. So yeah. you, you, you got your, your Cyphers and your, your Pichus and you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, so why is it that you personally were, because we're kind of start off by kind of diving into our personal histories mm. with so why is it that you would gra- uh, that you gravitate more towards ruby and sapphire as your per- or, or emerald as your personal so for me um i liked i liked the art style a little better i felt that it was um well because it was the, the color was a lot sharper on the game boy advance than on the game boy yeah well, i mean and that's a technical thing but sure sure but i mean system. but it like the way that they did in that game was everything was like had bold lines and vivid colour. Um, I liked a lot of the Pokemon in that one. I thought they were really cool looking, um, which for back when I played it was what was important. Yeah. Um, I kind of missed the gold and silver because again, I actually didn't have a console and since I sort of, I'd actually moved away from yourself. Yeah, there was a, I actually, a few years where we were kind of apart. Yeah, so I actually didn't have an outlet um, to sort of, to, to I'm actually glad have that, I'm glad that's what I was too. Well, um, I mean, it, I didn't have access. Yeah, no, no, I thought it Yeah. Um, so that so I sort of missed the boat on that one. I didn't really like the the, the cartoon at that point. I'd sort of maybe grown away, grown away from it, grown up, grown up from it. I've moved on to things like Dragon Ball Z and so on and so forth, where it was more punching and kicking rather than violence. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, once once you get a bit of older, it's all about the violence and it's less about the having fun and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, so, but but for me in terms, I actually liked a lot more of the mechanics. Um, it was the last. It was the last time that they actually had, uh, and this is sort of dive a little bit technical. Um, after in, in fourth generation, the generation that came after Ruby and Sapphire, they greatly changed. Uh, they overhauled a lot of the moves uh, in Pokemon, which um, for someone who I, I don't know how much you've delved delved into the sort of real technical side that of how like you can deal the most damage possible. But at that point um, in Ruby and Sapphire, and, and well, as you said. Um, it was still that particular types of Pokemon, so grass or electrical, yeah. fighting or ground or whatever, they innately had a physical or special status. So grass, for example, would be special and it would use your special stat. Fighting, on the other hand, which is pretty obvious, that would use your physical attack stat. Yeah. In the fourth generation, they actually attributed specific types, so special or physical or status, which is, you know, yeah. like your, your thunder shock, or sorry, not thunder shock, thunder wave, where you paralyze yeah. them or, you know, hypnosis where you put them to sleep, so on and so forth. Um, you, you had your three types. So, for example, in Ruby and Sapphire, you had things like thunder punch, which was a special attack because it was an electric type attack, whereas in the fourth generation, because you're punching person, it's a physical attack rather yeah. than a special. So they, they did that for all the individuals. So there was, it was right before that huge big wave of like change that they brought in. It was also the first time that they gave, I believe, natures uh, to Pokemon. That um, sounds very right. And yeah. it was also the first time they gave, I think maybe special abilities. Well, that may have been fourth. Yeah, that's um, right. I'm not too sure. But basically there was, there was a lot more emphasis on being able to breed and, yes. and actually having differences about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, because in, in Gold and Silver, like, it was there... It was still very base. But yeah, absolutely. And it just it didn't really 
again, catch with me. So yeah. I don't know. But just a lot of the mechanics. Also the bike. The bike was great in Ruby and Sapphire because in uh, you had the choice of having the, the, the Mark bike and the Acro bike. So depending on which one you chose, depended on your route through the game in certain areas. Um, the Safari Zone was a big one. Um, the, the fast riding Mark bike, you could only get up little hills. Yeah. Whereas the Acro bike, you could sort of do little wheelies on the like a little, like a little track. Yeah, and you could sort of jump from one to the other. And it actually determined different things you had access to. So it was the first time they'd really done a lot of that where there were a lot of choices yeah. that you could make. I'd agree with that. And um, um, yeah. See, for me, the thing that really appealed to me most about Gold and Silver was. One, it was an exceptional game for all the kind of things I've mentioned before mm -hmm. and all the things that they've added and all the things that, all that sort of stuff. And it was just for me when I finished the Elite Four for that first time and then this moment of discovery was like, okay, and they just opened up the original game to you again, the original. Yeah, the Johto region. region for you. No, again. the Kanto region. So you'd come from, you finished Johto and then you went through. And you could actually go back and go through the original eight gyms in the exact same sort of situation again. And the moment of realisation where there was double the game there for me was just... Which they've not done since. Yeah. Um, and admittedly, it's getting harder and harder as they add more and more worlds to it. I mean, that's arguable. I mean, they, they use the exact same tech. Yeah. Or they, or they use the Game Boy Colour. How much more powerful was the Game Boy Colour than the original Game Boy? Dark. Yeah. It would not have been significant. No. Not, it wasn't double the game's worth of power that they had in, in that since I had that thing. So, I don't know. I, I would arguably say that these days it's very, very at least one or two. And, and I think that's something obviously we can talk about in a little while. But um, yeah, no, that was that for me was was a huge deal. In fact, that was probably one of the few redeeming features that I I would put gold and silver above the rest. Four point. Yeah. They're looking at end game. Yeah, band, yeah. yeah. And end game. The game. The end game in that is far and away stronger than any other Pokemon game. Um, for me, sometimes getting to that end game is actually pretty tough. These yeah. Days. Um, so for me personally, I disappeared, I jumped off the bandwagon for a few years after Ruby and Sapphire mm. and that generation. I played that one out, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and then I jumped off the bandwagon for Diamond and Pearl, Black and White. I you kind of you jumped on or off? Jumped off. That was the period you were off for? I was off. Okay. Um, I got, like I'd, I'd seen lots of footage, pre-release uh, pre stuff before it had come out. And I was seeing things like Garbador or whatever, Pokemon that are based on trash. Yeah. You know, those sorts of things. I and mean, I you, you had Muck in your first generation, generation, but yeah, I know what you mean. I just, I saw it and I was like, really, I think we're starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel. And it was just kind of Pokemon that were made of weird abstract shapes. There was nothing particularly, to me, particularly no, redeeming about them. That's fine. And I jumped off the barrel. Black and white, I'm actually still to this day not too sure what they're kind of listing of what their new Pokemon was because I just I'd become a little bit sceptical off the back of Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. One of these days I will go back and play them. But um so I kind of missed that generation. I really jumped back on again when X and Y were coming out. I saw a lot of footage before it had come out. Nintendo was getting very good at um putting strategically out putting out little snippets to the public that was exciting so and I I'll admit that I did kind of fall hook line and sinker for it. But the Pokemon looked Better, they looked clean, they looked well thought out. Well, yeah, but really well considered, and that's what kind of wrote me back in because it was for me, it was always those, always the Pokemon. The I'm not a super competitive battler, like I don't get into the into the multiplayer scene. Are you um, kidding? I, there don't, is, I don't mess with EVs and IVs. And I don't know, there is there. a Hawk Luchador no, in that game, like point made, yeah. like 
But there is a national thing. Got their act together, and the yeah. Pokemon they bring out were exceptional again. Like because I never cared about that other stuff. I um, yeah. Look, I I've I've delved into that stuff in the past. I just want to catch them all. That's it. I've look. I've never I uh, EV trained any Pokemon. Um, I've I've delved a little bit recently because they if they actually brought through systems that allowed you to do that without having to. So in the past, let's just give you a quick rundown. Um, it was actually based on the Pokemon that you fought. Different Pokemon would give you different EVs when you like, beat them or leveled up against yeah. them or whatever the case may be. And um, again, I didn't even really understand it fully. Um, so you said it based knowledge. No, no, no angry posts about that. Um, but yeah, I had the base knowledge of like different Pokemon raise different EVs, so you want to grind against particular Pokemon yeah. if you wanted to up a particular stat. So for example, yeah. if you wanted a something with additionally strong attack, you would fight against something that gives you a lot of attack EVs. And that way you can like max that out or yeah. whatever. Um, but in more recent games, I can't remember when they brought it in, in, I'm pretty sure it was X and Y, where you have the super training, yeah. which is a little soccer game. Yeah. That is actually increasing your Pokemon's EVs. Well, so IV is um, set. So your Pokemon's IVs are set when you have it. Whenever it's born, that is its locked in characteristics. So you can hunt around for better ones, but it's it's IVs are locked, it's EVs which stands for effort values, those are the ones that you can crank up. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, don't, like, don't even worry about it. But like you can pass on good IVs through breeding as, yeah. as time as well. Sense. So um, you can eventually... Like good genes. Yeah, absolutely, that's that's what I'm saying. They, they built the fundamentals for that and then since then they've actually capitalised on yeah. that so that you can actually breed into the perfect Pokemon basically for you, which you can then take to Tortoise and that sort of stuff. Um, touching back on gold and silver, they did actually. Uh, they that was the first time that they entered in entered in some um, field hazard attacks. Um, so one of them uh, you probably would never use it if you're just playing through the game. Uh, spikes, I believe, was the first one there. Vaguely recall. Yeah, something. and then you could rapid spin to get rid of them, uh, which was a garbage attack otherwise. But there was yeah. no real only way you could get rid of it. Um, basically, whenever you entered in your new Pokemon. You would take damage if it was a ground-based Pokemon. Yeah, okay. Um, and since then, uh, I don't know. I can't look. I can't for, for the life of me remember when they instituted, but they instituted another one called um, oh, Rock Spike or something. It was Rock. I, I, no, no, sorry, I'm so sorry. Again, tell, um, us, tell us what it was in the comments. We appreciate you. Yeah, uh, basically, they're, they're just like it's floating rocks. So um, if you switch in, say, a flying type, which is already weak to rock, they come in. Just sub you subtract a first yeah. quarter of their health yeah. straight up um, just by entering in. And if they're already damaged, they could just straight up die. So in terms of the competitive scene, over the, over the generations, like the technical side of that is Oh, there's so much strategy creeping into it. And it's, it's, it's really quite into like it, impressive to hear. Like I, I mean, I've been pretty public in the past. I'm a teacher outside of here. And like I hear some of my students talking about the things that they're doing in terms of their preparation, their EVs, IVs, and it's just blowing my mind. Yeah, the, it's the all, depth there, and I know these are just the rookie kids that, that are playing the game. It all started with gold and silver. Yeah. You know, like they, they started to put in the framework for that. So um, Pokemon that don't even really seem to be super amazing, say like a like a mill tank. Yeah, um, which you probably remember from from your childhood. Yeah, it's that is a tank that is an like an actual tank. Like it stalls people. Yeah. and um, uh, the evolution of Chansey. Blissey. Uh, Blissey. Blissey. Another huge... It's a wall of a Pokemon. 
doesn't really look all that fancy. It doesn't look all that cool. But, it can take but, but people use it because it's got insane defense yeah. and HP and so on and so forth. And and having Pokemon like that on your team where you can you know force status effects on them, say burns or paralyzes, yeah. things like that, you can play a real defensive, strategical, technical game rather than just having a team full of sweepers, which is the term of just like, yeah. you know, you, you get your hard hitter and just like stomp with Earthquake, as much, Earthquake yeah. as much as you can before you get knocked out. Earthquake's maybe uh, Earth, Earth, Earthquake's probably going to win you some favours, but <laughs> not many Pokemon battles. Um, yeah, that, that's the thing, and, they, and they've put that in uh, over, over the years, and, and now it's just to a point where, uh, like I've, I've played some, some stuff online, um, just to, so, so I've, I've played some online, Sort of outside of the actual you know, handheld games, yeah. Pokemon programs where you can sort of set up your Pokemon the way that you would want to have it. So it's more about the actual battling side of it. Yeah. And the layers of combat that are there. Like, I've, I've never watched one of the actual world championships or anything like that because I feel like it would be horrendously boring. But actually being in the thick of it. Sorry for offending. No, no, no. Like, for me, horrendously boring to watch because. A lot of it's very difficult to understand unless you actually know what's happening. Yeah. A lot of different moves might be just like, I don't know what that move does. Yeah. Um, but when you're in the thick of it and you're picking your own moves and you're all about, you're all about your particular strategy, you can you can, you can can do some severe damage if you're actually planning ahead. Like, I, I remember back when I played third generation, which you, did you catch much of that in the first playthrough? Played third gen, so which is Ruby and Sapphire. Uh, yeah, I played plenty of Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. Like so would you have ever used moves like Sunny Day or, nah. or yeah, laugh them off? That um, would have been the first sorts of things that I got rid of. So, so that's so that's, that's because thing. of the nature of what I'm up against. So when I, I'm up, up against the predetermined characters in the game, and that's it. So yeah. I didn't have to worry about and that's like, what you might bring out. So those, that might be end. So, well, so those now you can use to um, when I, I believe it was in Diamond and Pearl and Gordon the special abilities that the Pokemon could have. Um, there are some that will have like their speed will just double if it's in hard hard sunlight or. And obviously fire attacks get stronger yeah. and water attacks get weaker and, and all that sort of stuff. Like you add that on top of the technical layer and it's just like I can I can set it up so that I'm going to weaken attacks that will be strong against the Pokemon that I've got out that's stonewalling you yeah. and make it stronger against attacks that I'm going to use to just like chip away at you. Yeah. And yeah, the, the level of technical is just insane. Um which is which is very weird because I mean you, you when you play through the game you just stomp through anything you can yeah. use Ember through the through right almost, the end if you really want almost to. to the elite four and yeah. yeah if you're prepared to do the time and grind enough then you can. yeah absolutely absolutely right, well before we move on to kind of the future of Pokemon because that's what what we're really doing this walk is Sun yeah. Moon are on the way one quick question for you what is your favorite Pokemon the actual creature which one's your favorite oh, um and I didn't warn you about this before you didn't um. Oh, I could give you a top five. I couldn't give you a top one. Okay. Uh, top five in no particular order because that would be the same conundrum as ten seconds ago. Uh, you'd have to be. You have to, yeah, I have to have Cipher. Would have to be in there. Um, or Galad would have to be in there. Uh, who's Diamond Pearl? Okay, that's um, yeah. He's got like retractable arm blades, dude. That's all. Awesome. Okay, that's a good start. Um, Zangoose, which is from third yeah, gen. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, Electrike, which was from third gen. Yeah. And. Oh, um, yeah, 
Yeah. What law you working working at that last one? For me, I was always a first gen boy. So when it came to my favorite Pokemon, so sure. for, for me it was Charizard and actually that little boy's older brother. So right, you, right, you. Uh, I my fifth would have to probably be Nido King. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a badass. He's he's just, he's a machine. He is an absolute just tank of a man. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like I would always try and you know, fight with some of those, and sometimes I get stopped. Just because they're your personal favorite, not, not because they're necessarily the best. Yeah, to win your match, and that's so that sort of leads me into one of the first things I'd like to mention in terms of things that they could do to move forward. I think making it a little easier to be able to have access to a lot more Pokemon. Um, yeah, I think maybe the whole sort of national decks, region decks is kind of outdated. Um, I think maybe trying to just get rid of that from from the get go. Because, uh, look, I, I appreciate that it, it makes you want to collect a certain amount because that's how the, the, the yeah. boys gated it behind beating Elite Four and having X amount of Pokemon caught or something like that. Like, it's, it's always, yeah, open interpretation that's something because for me it's always been about one fishing over two collecting every Pokemon out. Oh, absolutely. But my point is, like, I would love to be able to start the game early and just be able to collect. So th that's why I've had some trouble with some of the more recent ones is because there has been some element of being able to access you have to jump through hoops to access yeah. some of my favourites fairly early on in the game and, and I'll grind away to try and get the one that I want and I won't be able to do it for whatever reason, whether it be, you know, it, won't, it just won't catch for me or, you know, I've, I've burned all my Pokeballs and I'm out of money or, or it's just like, it's just not appearing for me. Yeah. It's just not popping up in the random battles. Um, I think having better access to, uh, obviously, you know, the rarer Pokemon, the ones that are just going to obliterate everything. Maybe, yeah, maybe put, put them in a later game, you know, yeah. that's fine. Put them in later areas. But I think some of the ones where, you know, there's, there's no reason why you can't have, let's say that they've got a new bird, like a new basic bird, put that in the same area as a Pidgey and a Spearow and a... Um, yeah, and then take what you want. And I can't think of the one from Red. There's one that's a, there's a Pigeon one. Well, not the Pigeon one, the, the Sparrow one. Um, oh, Starly. Starly, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, and all those. Um... Sorry, fourth gen, now I think about it. But anyway, those, just put them all there. Like, yeah. I don't see why not. Like, for the most part, they're just all... Just give us neighbouring and we'll just walk into it and just catch all the birds. Well, I mean... Like, no, it's, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm, you know, it's open grass. Like, like, but I don't, I don't understand why they have to gain it like that because for me, it's like, well, they were all designed to be that early game Pokemon. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter what generation, they were always there. Right? So there's no reason why you can't have all of them. I mean, you've got a lot of processing power now. They're all built into the game yeah. these days. So there's no reason why you can't just have that open from the get-go. You're not, you're not going to stumble across, like, a random level 5 mutant and be like, well, cool, I guess I just won the game, you know? Like, that's, that's obviously silly. But um, and, you know, there, are cheat, there are cheat codes out there to, to do that. Yeah. But um, I, I think, you know, having that, because when there's just one or two, that's when the random battles do start to tend to grind. Yeah, you're when you're, when you're just seeing the same thing, up. and it's just like, cool, I've now killed my 1,000th Rattata, and I'm, this is, it is now officially Rattata Genocide, yeah. and I've got to the third town. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, no, I do follow what you mean. I think for me, the first thing that's got to go, actually, is the very primitive that's been there since the very first game, going to the PC, withdrawing, depositing Pokemon, X and Y, they're carrying around these really powerful watches and whatnot. They're, 
they're connected to everything. Why can't we just? So you think you take the yo car watch approach and just be able to swap in and swap out? Swap well? out from like you can still have that box and stuff, but what like it can be kind of almost like a big cloud sort of concept rather than rather Pokemon than just, cloud. Yeah, have they made a Pokemon based on the cloud yet? Oh, no, I'm not even going to commit to that. They probably have. And if they haven't, given the next one, Sun and Moon, they're probably about to. There you go, Nintendo. That one's free. Um, you can take that one home with you. That's all right. They're going to hit us up for copyright with the videos in the corner of the screen. Anyway. Yeah, well. Um, so, that's all right. We just can't monetize. Yeah. Uh, right. So, yeah, look, I think there's just there's room for them to give us easier access to the Pokemon. It gets a bit tedious having to... No, I need to go grind this one or train this one up. So I'm going to go to my PC and I'm going to go grab this. So I caught this Pokemon. I've got to go, before I can use it, I've got to go all the way over my Pokemon box, go collect it, grab it, change out. Okay. Like they, they cleaned up well, the they, process they've a little bit with the, the switching. They've done that with the items. There yeah. is there is no longer an item portion to your PC. You now have yeah. bottomless pockets. Yeah, within your bag. There's heaps of, yeah. No, you, you, like your bag has bottomless yeah. pockets. And um, whereas previously um, it did not. It had an amount of slots, which again, was probably due to a memory issue that was yeah, game, well, not... Yeah. Not being able to process that much. That's um, right. Um, but um, like, I think there's just there's room for that. Let me ask you this then. Cleaned up. Would you include in that uh, also the daycare, daycare center? As in just being able to send them straight over the Correct. daycare center? Um, or even being, like... I guess, I guess certainly you couldn't do that until at least you'd found daycare well, sure I mean but then beyond that just do that as an app that you download when you meet yeah. a person or what have you um, because b- b- by that point I mean then you should be able to like be in the wild catch a Pokemon it's now in your box take two Pokemon from your box and teleport them to the daycare centre if you're really trying to cut down on just that the mental traversal yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I don't see why not because it is the same either way um, I, just, I just feel like it's a simple thing that probably should have been done a little while ago. I yeah, know. I'll, I'll agree with that one. Um, Do you think the same about uh, how battling works over online? Do you think you should be able to have perhaps you know a Dark Souls approach of being able to invade someone's game? Oh, no. I, you know, I, I like, think that that would work for, in a Pokemon setting, being able to have, or, or even maybe like a, like a hub, like a, like a World of Warcraft type town where you've got a PvP town. Can that, that, wouldn't, yeah, that, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Like, I'd be okay with that. I, I think Nintendo's still a little bit, and they've improved a lot over recent years as evidenced by a lot of the stuff they've done on the Wii U, but I think they're still a little bit wary, especially with Pokemon, which is clearly geared towards kids. Not that's necessarily a hard and fast rule given the number of kids that play Call of Duty each year. Sure. But um, there's it's clearly targeting that particular audience, and I think they're always still a little bit worried about more nefarious people in their community that well, I suppose, might but I mean, try and do the wrong thing. Well, I mean, what are you able to do? Like, what, what sort of wrong thing are we talking about? Even, even, um, even, talking... even then, yeah, this, the most simple thing where they might name their Pokemon something inappropriate and then trade it out. Okay, sure. Which can still, but that same time, that can still happen with the Wonder Trade concept that they've got in Wonder Trade. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Randomly send out Pokemon yeah. And get something back. But I mean, by the same token, like, could you not do that server side? So let's say you've got, you know, your character's age or based on your, you know, your 3DS, your me's age, or something like that, where it still be. you could do that server side where you've, you've only got, say, younger players who are able to see only other younger players in this sort of PvP Yeah, but I mean, technically, you could just change your age on the machine and then 
But like, they can still be bluffed and fooled. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Why would it they, takes a bit of effort. But they, they wouldn't need to. As a, as a child, they wouldn't they wouldn't need to. If someone's out, I'll just set that up. Well, it's not road. a huge deal if there's no com- direct communication. If you just want to invade someone's game or run along and you know just all of a sudden you're there and you bat you take them on and you start battling them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not. Yeah, that's that's yeah, actually that's not what I'm right. Yeah. So obviously not having you know over over overly large communications. But, I mean, there's no reason to say that you couldn't have that. Just maybe like a like a chat system or something yeah. like that. Um, but I think maybe having some sort of hub town where you just geared towards PvP because that way you can have people who want to play online but also want to have more of a social aspect to it. I think that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm alright with that idea. Um, and there's no again, and there I think is it no does reason. need to be a hub. You can't just have them wandering around the world because there's plenty of people and I and one of them, for example. But if I'm playing Pokemon, it's it's a solo experience for me, so I don't want to be running through. I don't know, Route 9 or whatever it is, and all of a sudden bump into some idiot that wants to take me on the match, and I really don't want to borrow that. There's enough I idiots suppose. out there that have that have already programmed into the game that are doing that. I suppose. I just, just focus on my just like, experience. Just like anything, like a dark Could be a toggle, turn it on or off. You can do that with your wireless settings. Yeah. So there is, a, I mean, I get what you're saying, but by the same token, there's also... I'd rather be an internal toggle. That way you can still remain connected, so you can still do your wonder sure. trades and that sort of thing, and you don't have to worry about... You can do those features, but you still have to worry about bumping into someone if you don't want to. Let if you want to go to that PvP hub, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, and I, I think that that would be really good. I think, that'd be, I think that'd be good, and I might even dabble in that a little bit. I, yeah. Because I, I know what I'm getting into when I go there. Absolutely. And I, I look, even if you want to gate that with post-elite port, then yeah. that's fine. You know that everyone has that. Because they've got, they've got yeah. the battle tower, that sort of thing. But I think really making it like a vibrant, like having live internet there. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not exactly amazingly intensely detailed character no. sprites, so having a bunch of them on is not really going to tax the system that much. No, I'd agree with that. Um, and, but look, just to, to, to sidetrack for a minute, this is potentially a contentious issue. What is your stance on the mystery gift and the online legendary Pokemon type deal where they're, like some of them are very special, they have to go to an event for them? Oh, um, they've had to, to, they've had to go to a retailer and correct. connect to their thing and do mystery gift. I think that's out there. Um, I think that needs to be it's, That's a little out there. I think if they get, if they want to do that mystery gift, that has to just be via an online distribution rather than going to a retailer. Okay. Because retailers dying. Um, it's a sneaky little tactic to get you in store and I don't like that at all. Um, sure. If they want to have competitions or whatever and you've got to earn it, fine. But they're not competitive. But eventually they, they eventually don't stay that way anyway because people just breed them and it just proliferates throughout the... Ah, uh, you can't breed legendaries. Well, yeah, sorry. For the vast majority. Sure. Things. You, you can... The, like, I still remember... And sometimes there's there's people find an exploit. Duplication. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember yeah, Gold and Silver, I'd duplicate... Uh, duplicate. 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 Wow. It is getting uh, late in the afternoon. Yeah, it's been a long back. Uh, duplicate the you know, loogies and I just send them out to whoever wants. Yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right. And I, I think with, with the new sort of red and blue coming to the 3DS, you could probably do that pretty yeah. easily. And now they're all connected up to the net as well. That's so right. you can kind of manipulate the system a little bit and get news and then start sending them out. Yeah, that's right. Um, look, I, I personally think that the, the whole mystery gift and, and legends that you can only get through very, very convoluted means, that's outdated. Why? Yeah, I'd agree with that. So... This is probably a, a consistent trend with me. Do not gate your game. Don't put stupid hoops for me to jump through, or, or any any other game player. Just like give me all of your game. Don't hold any of it back. It's and this is 
It's probably a stance that I have with most games these days. It's the same with yeah. day, day one DLC. It's it's yeah, hopefully it's DLC, done. It, is. Yeah. it should be done by now. That's that's not a thing that should be happening anymore. Um, I look. I would not mind if they did Pokemon DLC. I wouldn't mind if there was balance changes. That's totally fine. I'm I'm not that you know, sensitive. Yeah, that sort of stuff. But I think that's fine because that's just. It, improving absolute experience but i think when you start delving into oh i have to go to my local you know, eb games or whatever your local retailer is and i have to connect to their wi-fi just so i can get a gift so that i can you know then go and get this legendary which i then have to jump through telling who's just to catch yeah and then you know that's no that's not no and then when something like that pops up and it's like you've, you've got this sort of online uh community where which Pokemon are in which tier. So yeah. if you've then got someone who's gone to this <coughs> event and has got this legendary Pokemon that they're then able to train and it happens yeah. to fit in a tier that is legal for tournament competition that you didn't go to the event to. And it's just like, well, okay, if I was playing online with some sort of aftermarket program, sure, I could have, you know, a team with one of those Pokemon in it. But when you've got the actual game, you cannot do that. Yeah, no, it's a... So... You know, unless you sort of get delve into the whole, you know, a mate's going to trade that to me for a little while while yeah. I go to the tournament, which doesn't work for Pokemon. I mean, you you want your own Pokemon, ideally. Yeah, no, you know I mean? agree. If if you're if you're going to a tournament, you would want to take something that you trade yourself. Yeah. So that's 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 my opinion on that. Um, so we did mention it before. I'm going to throw this one to you. Um, multiple regions in a game should it be bring it back. Uh, they don't need, I mean, this will be the seventh gen of Pokemon. I was going through the numbers in my head before, so it will be the seventh. And I'm not asking for, for them to put all six in there. It may not, I mean, it may not be how possible. Many, how many continents does the real world have? Seven, eight? Yeah, seven. Um, yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't know, it just depends on what they're technically capable of, but it's not, it's not unrealistic to ask for that. Would it be unrealistic to ask for it and be able to choose your starting region? That'd be, that'd be an interesting take. I don't feel like it's a 3DS sort of thing. That I feel like so. it might be Pokemon Next, whatever comes after. You think so? Okay. Sun and Moon. Do you think we will ever see a what what is on the handheld on a console? On whether it's the Wii U or the uh, NX? Only or... because I feel like the NX is going to be a joint console slash handheld thing, yes. That's that's only based on I, rumors of what the console is. I have, I have so, not delved into any of those um, rumors, so I'm not too sure so what's going on with that. If it's not, if there's still going to be a separate handheld and there's still going to be a separate console, then I don't see it leaving the handheld anytime soon. But the, it's, you'll get you'll get spin like Pokemon tournament that's coming up and all which that sort of stuff, which looks great, which will be out by the time you're viewing this. Yep. Um, but yeah, look, they'll do different things like they've done from way back with Pokemon Stadium. Um, that's the thing. You look at Pokemon Mystery Dungeon all XD. Things. I think yeah. that's, that's the last thing I can think of that's oh. been on a console. Um, unless you're talking about, you know, like yeah, there's little things along the little way. bits and pieces, but nothing no. that's kind of substantial. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like. Is it too much to ask for a console third? Yeah, person the, the, the trick with it is, and it's the, I think it's one of the things that get does get a little bit lost in. Uh, along the way when people make these requests is that the Pokemon company can do whatever they want. They don't need, they're not upholding to anything that Nintendo wants. They're not a first party. They're not, they're a second party, but they still dictate terms. 
Um, they released Tembo the Badass Elephant last year, and that was a Sega published game. that had nothing to do with Nintendo. Was that the Pokemon company? Was that game? That was the Pokemon. Uh, Logan Game Freak, but they're I'm pretty still, sure Pokemon company is. They still work hand in hand. No, they're still they're still separate. Game Freak is separate. Um, I don't know about. But given those two work hand in hand anyway, oh, of course, um, yeah. you can't get one without the other. So yeah, well, you could like like how Labs back in the day before yeah. they got absorbed. So. Um, Look, I, I'd, lo- I'd love to see one being on the console, and the only way I feel like it being on the console, uh, it will become a console game as if it's on NX, and NX is both. Um, but we just don't know. So it has to be a handheld for it to be a real Pokemon game? No, I, I don't think it has to be. No, I, I think it can be on either, but I just don't see them doing that anytime soon. Okay. Fair enough. That's, that's what I said. I think everyone, or sorry about everyone, a lot of people believe that the game could be even better if it were on a console. Um, and I mean, you think of the processing power that you've got. If you can't do the multiple regions on a on a handheld, you absolutely could on... Yeah, you could definitely do it on a console. And you again... Very few excuses then. And you're online. Yeah. It'd be tremendous. Yeah, the only argument the other way is that they like that portability and all that sort of stuff. But I suppose, but I mean, nobody hated Pokemon Stadium. No. All right, let me throw something else at you. And I'm, and I'm just totally spitballing at this. I'm just picking them up out of thin air and throwing them at you. Um, what about different modes in Pokemon? Maybe say where you're a breeder or something like that. So I'd be interested to look at, but I think they'd be standalone, separate games. I mean, so I've, I've considered that option before, but I mean, you have you have a think about it, and they're very much they've got the, the, the contests in there at the moment. So you can you can go through the game being a Pokemon contest person more than a Pokemon trainer if you are so inclined. Um, so I think there's a place for it, because at the end of the day, you are still you know, having a team of Pokemon still doing things. You know? Yeah. Obviously not the, the whole Mystery Dungeon type thing, but there's no uh, there's no reason you could have something to do with like, Pokemon Ranger or something like that. I think yeah. really delved there was into a that. Pokemon Ranger game. I yeah, I think I believe they've, they've, they've delved, in, delved into that you know, in the past. I think things like that. Um, or, you know, maybe you take the role of a, like an Officer Channing type. Pokemon police type business or yeah, you know, whatever, whatever you feel like. like I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of scope there's a lot, there, there's a lot of worlds there that's yeah. really untapped. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's like it's got nostalgia for people older than us. Again, probably pushing thirty now. So, I mean, we're we're pushing, we're 30, pushing thirty, but like hidden thirty. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you know, people in your those are the teens when. Uh, yeah, early or even, or even 10, 12, yeah. 11, that sort of ballpark, they'd be, they'd be cracking the 30 mark by now. So, yeah. I don't know, like, just, there's, there's a lot there, and I just feel like it's un, it's an untapped reservoir. Yeah, it's for sure. There's plenty of room there for them to do whatever they want within that universe, and hopefully they do. But we might wind it up there, because we've been going for a while. Sure. Um, so that was our topic of the month for this month. We do apologise for Damo's absence. Um, yeah, he's uh, unfortunately he's he's contracted um, a flesh eating, flesh eating disease, a flesh eating disease that he picked up on his, uh, his plumbing, his plumbing apprenticeship in the mushroom kingdom. So cleaning our pipes, Mario doesn't do it. Someone has to. Uh, he too is a wog, so oh. it had to be done. It had, it had to be done. So uh, our, our condolences to Damo, and we wish him a speedy recovery. And we'll see him next time. We, we will absolutely see him next time without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but other than that, that is patched for this month. That was our final part for the month. 
So by now you've seen obviously this episode, the topic of the month, but you've also seen our patched updates, our patched notes, our uh, video club. games club for, for March as well. Steam well, I think. Um, so there's plenty of content there to look look out for that's popped up over the course of the last month, and hopefully you've caught up with it all. Um, if please not, good to time. quote Damo, like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. It pains me to say that. Like, comment, subscribe, um, share. All, all those things. Tweet. Uh, tweet. Speaking of Twitter, catch up with the site, player2au. Uh, player2au on Twitter. Um, catch the site at player2.net.au. Me at Paul James P2. Jay is there. Look for him. Find him through my Twitter. We're going to make sure he gets a little more active there. <laughs> um, um, perhaps we can start giving out maybe our Steam profiles or our... Yeah, we'll, we'll start sharing things soon, uh, soon enough that kind of Makes it a little more accessible as well. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that's that's patched for this month. I suppose the next month. next piece of content you'll be looking at from us guys will be the uh, Zone of the Enders second runner uh, game of the month. Uh, so video, video games, games video games club for next month, which uh, was Damo's game. So he will be here to talk about it. We we hope we we wish him a speedy recovery. But he might be all strapped up. Yeah, yeah. There might be some bandages, but uh, we will do our best to get our microphones in order so that you can hear him through the muffling. Right, so until then, uh, that's it. So we'll see you next month, and thank you for watching. See you later.